You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello, everyone. We are here at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, and we are at the GWS booth. I am Saki Striandafilakis for Tech Talk Central, and we are really happy to have Paul Carter, the president and CEO of Global Wireless Solutions, or GWS, in short. So, hello, Paul. Hi, Sakis. Uh, please tell us more about uh, what Global Wireless Solutions have to offer. Sure. Um, well, we um, are a data collection company. We collect information, competitive network benchmark, uh, performance information on the wireless networks. And uh, what are you looking for here in Barcelona in Mobile World Congress? Well, we, um, we're continuing to introduce our services into Europe. We have been providing uh, competitive network benchmarking solutions for a number of years um, with um, our commercial test equipment. But last year, we introduced our performance app um, on uh, Android, and this year, we're launching our iPhone app. So tell us more about the app. Uh, why should a user use it, and uh, what, what are the benefits of the app? Well, the, the main concept of the app is to allow controlled, configurable testing of the network, but in an easy-to-use way for the end user or for our customers, the, which are typically the wireless operators. The, the idea is that um, if, if there are issues with the network, then we want to be able to find them quickly and easily, and the, the app will allow you to do that. And how easy, how easy is it for the user? Well, the, the app comes in a, an enterprise version and a consumer version. The consumer version is really straightforward. You just hit start and it does, and you can see the results instantaneously. The uh, enterprise version we've made to be a little bit more useful for the, enter for, the, for the enterprise, where you can configure it in a custom way and, uh, and make the test appropriate for, for your end goals. So, please give us some insights from your industry. Uh, tell us more about the, the network and the speed of a, a network. Well, you know, the, the networks are evolving dramatically over the years. Obviously, we started testing data in about 2003, and um, from 2003 to 2013, we saw probably about a 200 increase in uh, the speed of the data networks as they went from 2G up to, well, 3.5 or 4G. Um, that was, you know, from about 30 kilobits per second up to about 6 meg in, in that time frame. But the, the deployment of 4G is, is increasing, and and um, with with 4G, there's you know LTE, advanced LTE, and carrier aggregation. So these networks are becoming um, faster and faster in terms of throughput, but also more robust in terms of uh, reliability. And um, and obviously, as as the industry increases, uh, as our, as as they continue to deploy these networks, um, the focus is going to be on increased reliability. So, are the networks ready for the new generation, for the new era of big data and Internet of Things? Well, I don't think they're there yet, but of course, um, they're continuing to evolve all the time and they're continuing to deploy more sites, more capacity, more availability, more bandwidth. So, um, the, the point is, I think that users now rely almost 100% on these networks. They're not nice-to-haves anymore. It's, it's reaching the point where with the next wave of the Internet, uh, Internet of Things and so on, is going to be uh, a must-have. And so the reliability of the network is something that we're going to expect. And if the network operators can't provide that, then um, I think we're going to be very disappointed. So they, they need to continue to deploy you know, these, these advanced technologies. Uh, 
What kind of tips uh, would you recommend to the networks? Um, what kind of new technologies should they uh, really uh, integrate into their own uh, network? Well, I think it, it sort of depends on the, the market. Obviously, in Europe, you, you have legacy 2G, 3G, and, and new 4G technologies. And I think it's important to, of course, maintain a consistent uh, quality of service throughout all of those technologies and um, you know to, to sort of uh, ensure that people can use their phones wherever they live work and play and that you know that that could be accomplished by um, a variety of methods small cells can in you know increasing uh, I think what's what would be required is is an increase in political involvement from the governments to help uh, deploy more cell sites to, to, to accelerate the process, not to hinder the process. Um, and then I think, uh, it, it, you know, obviously 5G is coming and so the operators need to continue to prepare for that. So you talked about the 5G, uh, <laughs> the evolution of the networks. Uh, do you see anything else in the near future? Well, again, we, I mean, we're testing uh, voice over LTE. There's voice over Wi-Fi coming in, in, in some countries as well. Um, it, it, I think relying on an LTE backbone and, and increasing the, the bandwidth on LTE through carrier aggregation um, and other LTE advanced methods, self-optimizing networks, I think um, that's the current and, and immediate future direction of these networks. So I have to, to mention that I was in, intrigued uh, by the press release uh, uh, I received, talking about uh, a new backpack. So please tell me more about the backpack you you have. Uh, I have to say it's really impressive. Well, we we've been using uh, this backpack to test uh, up to six different devices at a time um, in in the backpack, and so the beauty of that is that we can get all of our engineering level information, but at the same time allow portable use of the of the equipment so that we can take it on trains, go into buildings, uh, walk around in venues, during venues, and um, don't interfere with anybody as we're collecting our data, but we can get the full engineering analysis and really understand the user experience uh, across all the networks at the same time. And what are the benefits for the network operator? Well, the network operators, they get statistics, of course, on their own networks, but they don't get their own performance statistics on other networks, their competing networks. So. It's, it's always interesting to understand um, how your relative performance is compared to everybody else. Um, but it's also interesting to understand the specifics of your, your network performance from the customer's experience. Um, and so the closest to the customer experience is through drive testing or, or walk testing. And so we, we provide extra value that, that the customer, the, you know, the network operator doesn't get from their own performance statistics. Well. Uh, like I said, it's pretty impressive the backpack, but uh, is it cost efficient? Well, it's it's um, it's more cost effective than our traditional testing with um, the test equipment in vans, where you know we could pay perhaps up to three hundred thousand dollars. So it's much cheaper than that, but it's still over a hundred thousand dollars. And so the direction that we've taken to supplement that and to allow more widespread use of um, of our testing capabilities is through um, the development of our own apps, and we have now um, our own Android and and iPhone apps. So that 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 is of course a lot more effect cost cost effective. So, uh, have you tried it here in the Mobile World Congress? Um, 
we we've been testing a little. We were testing a little bit on some of the networks here in in Barcelona. Um, and it was interesting to see uh, throttling. We were buying local SIM cards, and it was interesting to see that the the network operators were initially allowing very high data throughputs on LTE, but then very quickly were throttling our our capacity our throughputs. So uh, that was an interesting sight to see. Come on, so share some insights. Uh, what kind of uh, SIM card should I buy? Oh well, I have to be honest. I haven't got the uh, the local information here, but we are um, we are launching with a partner of ours a website shortly here in, in Spain that will allow um, a customer to to look at uh, the performance of the different operators here in Spain um, from a throughput and, and a, a signal strength perspective. So uh, watch this space, and we'll have we'll have some information on that soon. So please do share that information for next year because we will be here next year and we will need that information. Um, now, um, I really wanted to talk to, to you about big data and Internet of Things. Uh, from your own perspective, how do you think uh, that big data and Internet of Things will uh, affect our lives, will change the society? Well, I, you know, I sort of alluded it to earlier that that clearly um, that, that this this the third wave of the internet is 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 another big change game changer for us. That the wireless operators have spent a lot of time and energy building out uh, pretty decent coverage networks in most countries, um, and they've they've allowed a capacity you know use so that we can now you know mostly rely on smartphones. But, but this next wave of, of the internet, the internet of things and wearables and, and the, the requirement for even more wireless uh, access from everything that we carry and wear is, 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 is going to be another game changer. And, and so there's, I think there's some work to be done to ensure you know, ex extensive coverage throughout buildings, throughout you know, everywhere we live, work and play. And so um, the, the, the end user is going to require a good quality of service on the network and, they, and all the network operators are going to have to step up for that and so it's going to get more competitive I think in the, the time to come and perhaps some of the, the pressure might be off the price, price points but at the end of the day people are going to need to have constant contact with the internet which is you know um, perhaps another sign of why Google is becoming an MVNO in the US is that Google wants you to be connected to the internet they want you to, 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 have, to be able to touch you at all given points the time and um, and that's I think a step in that direction so well it's not just Google most of the big companies are trying to get into the, the field um, so where would you place your money on if you were like a venture capitalist uh, I'd probably give it to me um, but uh, I, you know I mean uh, again ultimately you're right I mean Sky is getting into that in the UK all the communication companies and, and broadcast everyone wants to get into to wireless communications um, I'm not quite sure how it how it'll unfold in the near future, but it's it's definitely the future, and it's and it's changing quite quickly. So thank you very much, Paul. That was a really really nice talk. Uh, we hear all about uh, what global wireless solutions have to offer. Um, I'm still waiting uh, for next year's uh, <laughs> inside information, so don't forget about that. Um, that was uh, Paul Carter, the president and CEO of Global Wireless Solutions. Um, this is Sykes-Triandafilakis for Tech Talk Central. Thank you very much. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.